What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Binu Aurora, who's a co-founder of Cybel. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Thanks, Matt. Uh, it's going really well, and uh, thanks for having me in your show. Really excited to be part of it. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on and learn more about what you are working on. For people that haven't heard of your company, they haven't heard of Cybel, great name, by the way. What is Cybel? What are you working on? Yeah, so Cyber is a, is a cybersecurity or cyber intelligence organization, Matt, where we empower organizations with the dark web and cybercrime monitoring. To give you a bit more context, uh, these days, a lot of uh, cyber attacks, uh, when generally they occur, they don't just come on the surface on a news outlets on day one. There's a months of planning, execution, and then the penetration of organization that happens in the dark web. And we really uh, aspire to be a pioneer in this space on how we can cover the threats at the earliest stages of an attack lifecycle. So walk me through a little bit about the origin story here. Why did you decide to get started at working on this company in this space and what, why Cybel? Yeah, so uh, as, as, you prob- as probably your uh, readers would know, there's a lot of uh, security companies out there. Uh, and uh, I've been a cybersecurity practitioner myself for over 15 years. And having worked with some of the largest uh, tech companies as well as uh, oil and gas companies previously. Now, one of the biggest challenges which we notice, and it's all, it's all based on the insights, is that uh, the life of uh, security officers lately have become like a hustler, where they're getting a lot of information from different security companies, which is important and urgent. So there's too much stuff going around, and they're just trying to you know stay on top of it. And... Uh, Based on our experiences, what we have learned over the years is that these uh, cyber activities or cyber nefarious activities or cyber crime activities, uh, they generally, you know, don't just come out of, uh, out of nowhere. They, they are very much, uh, you know, being you know, interested in the dark web or in the deep web space. And if there is a capability which can, you know, cover that particular space of the internet, which by the way, uh, it's over 90% at this point in time, then the organization can be a little bit more proactive and they can be a little bit more organized in terms of addressing it. So shifting that mindset from the information which is important but not urgent. And that's where you know, we started our journey with Cybo in uh, June 2019, where you know, we bootstrapped the organization from the day one. And in March 2020, which is exactly a year from now, is where we were ready with a product which we thought we can sell and you know deliver the value to our, you know prospective customers. Uh, and since then, uh, you know we have proven time to time on uh, Cybel's uh, efficacy as well as the depth 
of our coverage when it comes to uncovering the cyber crime and uh, you know various cyber and nefarious activities in the dark web. As you've been starting this company and you just said, you know, it's been a little bit of a journey. You have a lot more, you know, a lot more ways to go, but what have been some things that you've learned so far? It could be about fundraising, about, you know, the product itself, about the market. What have you learned on the journey so far? I think quite a few things. Uh, uh, the first thing is, uh, I mean, uh, generally when you start a company, uh, you have a hypothesis or you may have some insights, uh, but in terms of getting that insight to a product, which is, which we call as a product market fit, it takes a while because uh, you, know, you need to have a lot of interactions and service with your customers. And if you don't have one, then the prospect declines. So this is probably the first, uh, you know, one of the key learnings for us is how do we make sure we don't end up creating something which people don't want it. So you know, we, you know, when we bootstrap the organization, we had to do a lot of service, a lot of discussions, make sure uh, we get some continuous feedback from the industry. Uh, so that we don't, you know, get into a trap of forcing a product to be a product market fit, rather. So, so that's the first insight, uh, you know, which we, we also, which we also worked really hard for. Uh, the second part, which is on the market itself, uh, product market fit is a very, very subjective term, depending on who you talk to. Uh, what we also learned about over time is, you know, PMF. It depends on which region you're taking your products to. So when we go out of the US market, there are certain use cases which cyber outshines other alternatives or competitors, uh, but not necessarily that's the case in Asia, for example. So you have to uh, you know, look at the, again, which markets are you really targeting? Who are the key players? What are the you know, buyers really most concerned about? Uh, I'll give you an example. When we started the organization, you know, we've been very focused on the deep and the dark web, but often the Asian customer, for an example, they were also interested in surface web. So we had to build the capability around that over time to make sure that we don't end up, uh, you know, giving, you know, uh, a product which is not addressing, uh, you know, the other issues of the customers which we we know we can solve it. So we had to cover that part over the journey. So that's the second thing. So keep on, you know, uh, I would say validating your PMF or your product market fit, uh, you know, strategies there. And the fundraising part, I think, uh, you know, from my perspective, and that's my advice to all the fellow entrepreneurs as well, uh, it's really important that, you know, the first part of the MVP, when you have a product, I think that's where it's highly recommended that you have your own technical co-founder in your, in your, in your org. Uh, I was a technical guy in my, in my organization, so I was had version one myself ready, but then we decided to fund the company to the customer's money. So a lot of uh, growth which we were able to uh, capture or the market which we were able to capture was uh, mostly on the customer, you know, customer's uh, you know, uh, contracts. And, and uh, that, that's a pretty good validation as well because uh, you know, when you are putting your next 10 years on an organization, if not more, you want to make sure that it actually works to start with. And, uh, and if you look at the fundraising aspects, uh, uh, the trends have changed a lot. You know, funding is not that easily available. Yes, there's a lot of dry powder in the market, but not for everyone who wants to do a startup. So it's all about if you're able to prove your efficacy as a business and able to attract some good customers, uh, everything else will just follow through in the light. That's my, that's my experience so far. 
I appreciate you sharing that. And I think that's very valuable advice. A couple more questions for you. We mentioned when we were first talking, they're based in Atlanta. And I usually don't point this out in interviews, but there's something about Atlanta I, I realized over the last six months, it's, it's kind of blowing up. There seems to be so much activity and entrepreneurial activity going on in Atlanta. My question for you is what's going on there and what's it like kind of building a company there? And from your perspective, what's going on in Atlanta? No, I think uh, in, my, in my humble opinion, uh, Atlanta is super attractive uh, for the reason it produces uh, a lot of engineers from that place. I think if I'm not wrong, I think uh, it's one of the three you know, states in the United States which produce the highest number of computer science engineers. And that's a really lucrative uh, you know, uh, supply of resources from that region. And as, as we all know, talent attracts talent, which attracts uh, investment opportunities. And also there's a lot of uh, investments, which uh, a lot of universities and, and, they go, and the, the state uh, agencies also putting in, in the region. Uh, there are a number of uh, technology companies uh, who are headquartered over there, and that's just attracting more talent pool. So uh, wouldn't be surprised, you know, wouldn't be surprised if at some point people start using, you know, like a Silicon Valley version two uh, of the U.S. So that might well as happen. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, no, I appreciate you sharing that. It, it is really interesting. I'm looking forward to interviewing more companies from Atlanta. So if you were to kind of look out into the future, 5, 10, 15 years, what do you see as the, uh, the, big, the big picture for Cybel? Or I guess, in other words, what's the big vision here and what direction are you rowing in? Yeah, I mean, our ultimate uh, vision is to be the Google of a dark web. And that's the grand mission which we are working towards. Uh, I mean, uh, again, that's a vision which me and Manish, who is my co-founder, shares together. Uh, but naturally, as a business, uh, we, you know, we obviously have to you know, meet the market requirements by addressing those customers' needs and unmet needs, more importantly. Uh, from a shareholder perspective, uh, I mean, they have a view of uh, that Cybel is a potential candidate to be one of the largest players in this place, this space. And that's what really excites us as well. So over time, what's going to happen is uh, three things, in my humble opinion. Uh, the first part is uh, we will obviously be, we are obviously, uh, you know, expanding or sorry, not expanding, but getting deeper into or penetrating deeper into the existing markets uh, in US and Asia is not the, you know, core market for, you know, focus for us, for us. And that's what we're going to be continuing to invest on, uh, expanding the new markets. Uh, and we have some really cool uh, partnerships, which uh, currently we are is finalizing, which will help us to go to the other parts of the world as well. Our product is uh, our products are not, you know, are industry agnostic. So we, for example, as today, so some of the largest tech companies, all the way to, you know, be, you know, banking and financial services, uh, even energy organizations. So we can we have pretty much a bit co- uh, good coverage from industry and from regional perspective. Uh, and yeah, I think uh, as we uh, grow the org. Uh, or as, as the organization grows. Uh, I think uh, in those, uh, you know, attracting uh, and retaining the talents is gonna be the most critical component. I think this is what our top line is. If, if you ask me as a founder, it's all starts to, you know, who are, who are your uh, team members and how do we make sure the business can scale to a point where it becomes lucrative for everybody who's involved in the ecosystem. And that's gonna be one of the key priorities for us. But yeah, 10 years, 
I mean, I think I'll, I think I'll already answered the question to you. Yeah, no, 100%. I mean, in order to make that happen, I think it's a super awesome vision. Vision. Um, it's going to take some help, right? You're going to need some help to make it happen. So my question for you is, how can the forward-thinking founders community help you out and make it happen? Are you hiring? Are you raising capital? Looking for customers? How can we assist? Yeah, so we almost uh, closed our seed round. For those who don't know, Cybel uh, is also part of my combinator, uh, Winter 21 cohort. And we had an opportunity to interact with some of the amazing other uh, founders uh, to that uh, uh, to that uh, community. Uh, since we are closing our seed round, which is hopefully going to happen in the next few days, uh, we will be investing a uh, uh, you know, significant part of it in the U.S. market, which translates to recruitment of uh, talent across uh, sales, marketing, engineering, even cybersecurity research. So it's, it's all about the growth aspect. I think that's where the cycle is gonna be heavily focused on for the next 24 to 36 months. And yeah, if, if you are interested to be part of a, a disruption or a change or making the society better, then feel free to reach out to us and we'd love to have a conversations. We are not the smartest people, uh, very humble down to it guys, but we always look for people who have that you know, drive to make things happen. And that's what we look forward to speaking with. If someone's interested in working with you um, and like, here, here's that. And they're like, that's me, that's me. How can they, how can they learn more about you? What's your website? Do you have social media? Do you have an email address? How can someone get in touch? Yeah, absolutely. So we have uh, a presence uh, through pretty much all the leading social media channels, but our website is cybl.io. And there you can follow in terms of the work which we have done, even the customers we work with, along with all the research, which we regularly publish through our blogs, which is cyberinc.com. Uh, and uh, you know, that's where you can learn about, more about us. And uh, in case uh, someone is interested to learn more about Cybel, you know, they can always just contact us. And we are very much open to hear about you know, thoughts, ideas, or even criticism for that matter. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. And best of luck building this out. Thank you so much for having me today, Matt. It was a pleasure.